I get it. We're all busy, which is why I'm sending out short, simple, but powerful tips via text to help you elevate your speaking business. Text me the word speaker to 704-228-9495 to get on this free list. That's the word speaker to 704-228-9495. Are you a meeting planner or hosting your own event and you're looking for incredible women speakers? We've got you covered. Head to micdropworkshop.com slash roster to find your next keynote speaker from our roster of vetted inspirational women. That's micdropworkshop.com slash roster. I don't know about you, but my palms get super clammy whenever I start talking legal stuff like trademarks and patents and copyright and all of that just like makes me want to run out the door. But our guest today, Michelle Murphy, makes it a heck of a lot easier. So Michelle helps brands and people secure trademark registration and just really take all of the gray area around what legal things you should do with your business. Because I know for me, it's something that I know that I have to do, but I don't really want to do. But the other thing that Michelle does is like she realizes that The way that you set up your business and the trademarks and everything is also about creating a legacy. So without further ado, let's welcome Michelle Murphy. What's up, everybody? It is Jess Ekstrom, and welcome to Business on the Bright Side, the podcast where you can learn how to make a living and make a difference at the same time. Life is short, and so is my attention span, so let's get started. Hey, Michelle, how's it going? Hi, how are you? It's going well. Good. So Michelle's in Tampa, Florida. So any Florida peeps, let us know in the comments. But Michelle and I connected on, I think we connected on Instagram, just like a a modern romance, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Like if you would have told me like back in the day that you're going to meet some of your best friends on Instagram, I'd be like, you shouldn't meet strangers on the internet. (laughs) How else do you meet people, honestly? Michelle is really has a lot of strengths that are my weaknesses, which is um, legal. And so, Michelle, if you want to give us a little bit of background of you and what you do, um, and then we'll get into it. Sure. So first of all, my name is Michelle Murphy, and I am the owner of Wilson Murphy Law. And it's just a boutique law firm focused on working with smaller businesses with their trademarks, their copyrights, contracts, and just how to run a small business legally. I opened in 2019 and I have just been going ever since. I was going to quit a few times along the way, (laughs) but uh, I just kept pushing and pushing and, and I'm here. I'm still at it, helping businesses pretty much daily. So if you don't mind sharing, what was any like moments or reasons that you wanted to quit and then what kept you going? So one big thing was it just felt like I was talking to nobody, right? Like I putting all this content out and I just felt like I wasn't getting the traction that I wanted. Little did I know that social media is such a long game. <laughs> like your first year, you're just putting out the content, you're putting it out. You're probably not going to get as much traction as you, you, you might want. But if you continue going, people start to like you and trust what you're saying and start engaging with you. I mean, I'm two years in and I'm, I would just say like 
now-ish is how I've been getting consistent engagement from my Instagram. That's awesome. And um, speaking of your Instagram, one of my favorite quotes that you posted the other day, and you guys go ahead and give Michelle a follow here, is time is a commodity I don't discount. I was like, oh, (laughs) she is speaking to my soul. I am like a recovering people pleaser um, and always just want to like show up for people and, and think that like, think that you know i can control the way people think about me did you ever watch uh parks and recreation yes <laughs> you know the episode where leslie nope someone said to her like yeah like i like her but she's not someone i would go bowling and like get a beer or something and then she hosts this like bowling and beer thing it's just focusing on this one guy to like her and um i'm like if i could sum up myself in one you know show one scene this would be it and so I found myself giving away a lot of my time just because I wanted to show up for people so what what was this where did this quote come from from you and was this something you've always been good at or something you had to learn so I don't even know where it came from honestly I think I was talking to somebody about just our time and just working on weekends and just all that like running a business and never and it's really hard to separate your business from your personal life once you're the owner. And so I was, I was, I think I saw, I, you know what? I know what it is. I saw a trademark attorney running discounts on her services. And I was like, absolutely not. I did it once. I did that one time. And that was one time enough for me to be like, no, you, you deserve everything that you're getting from the services that you're giving to somebody else. I was like, yeah, you gotta, you, you have to take care of yourself. And that, that's one thing that I'm real. That's what, that is my goal for 2021 focusing on my self-care because I know from last year, we talked about it before business exploded. And I guess I just did not have the systems in place that I thought I had in place. And I just found myself working constantly and not taking care of myself. And I could feel the burnout by December. So what are, what are some of those things that you are kind of committing to doing? We actually talked about this the other day in the challenge of um, three actions you want to commit to that are, you know, more self-care focused. Uh, are there anything that like, you're like, I got to make time for this. So one thing that I'm doing, and people are probably going to think I'm crazy, staycations. I'm going to a luxury hotel for a night, unplugging, watching TV drinking champagne in my room. (laughs) That is one thing that I am committing to. And then just nighttime routine. I don't have a morning routine because I'm just not a morning person like that. Like me waking up is enough for me to be a morning. (laughs) (laughs) But at night I'm focusing on just like, just little things. So I put like, I'm showering at night. So I put it like a eucalyptus plant in my shower. So the aromas and, you know, the oils, come off. And then I, I, I spray fragrance on myself just so, you know, you just get in this mood to go to bed for like 20 minutes and lighting a candle and just relaxing. Yeah. Doing things that feel good. Uh, The staycation part is interesting. Um, Y'all let me know if you guys have ever done uh, any staycations, but one, one of the things that I want to do, we're 
it, you know, we live in an airstream, but right now we're in our house for a little bit. And so our airstream's like parked across the street. And I'm like, I wonder if I could rent this out, even just for people to experience like living in an airstream for like one night, but it's not in, it's not in a like fun place. It's literally in a parking lot beside a dumpster. And like, uh, my husband was like, we could just say like, urban views i'm like yeah that's that's not gonna work (laughs) okay yeah someone said staycations have been the lifesaver for them which is awesome i need to get on get on that board so we this week we're talking about mission statements and curious if you have a mission statement for your work or just for you personally so i would say my mission statement is to make legal accessible and easy to understand. I read some of these, like I'll read statutes and I'll read books and I'll read just things that I need to keep up, you know, education wise. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, just say it, say what you mean and mean what you say, like just say it in English. So I try my best to dumb everything down on anything that I put out there, any of my content, I try to use as many metaphors as possible because that's how I learn. Like metaphors um, really make things click. And so, yeah, that's one of my biggest things, just making legal accessible to smaller businesses who just don't have the resources that maybe Target has or, you know. Right. Even last year with the, um, and now the PPP, you know, how business loans are out again. But, Last year when it was happening, just figuring out if I qualify, how to submit all of it, like was a full-time job in itself. Yeah. And so I think for a lot of entrepreneurs who want to focus on running their business and then also trying to understand the legalities of it, it, it's so hard. Right. So to be able to simplify things is like, I know for someone like me is very, very appreciative. Right. Yeah. And I mostly work with like uh, creatives because I am, I was a dancer. Back oh, yeah. we don't have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> I danced for I like wish I could dance. 15, 15 or 20 years, somewhere in there. It was like on and off when I, you know, once I got to college and stuff. But, and I also work with a lot of minority women, women in general. I just, I think I just got my first male client like in December. Like all of my clients have been women, black women, my, uh, you know, just, and I'm just like, I was, and the first time I got my first male client, I'm like, I apologize for all of the very girly (laughs) (laughs) brand assets because yeah, sometimes. (laughs) So my almost like, I would say 95% of everything I create is like built specifically for women and my drop workshop, my online course for women to get paid speaking gigs, sometimes like somehow some way like a dude will land (laughs) on the webinar or whatever. And it's like, girl, you deserve this. Like you're better than this. And like, like, let's get those men off the stage and stop into our, you know, and they're just like, whoa, I'm not supposed to be here. (laughs) So yeah, that's awesome. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast to build your brand and get speaking reps? But then you realize, actually, wait, that sounds like a lot of work. For Amplify, we use EarFluence, a full-service audio and video podcast production company. While anyone can and should start a podcast, I recommend you stay in your zone of genius and leave the podcast production to the experts. 
You can schedule a free consult today by visiting earfluence.com slash amplify. That's earfluence.com slash amplify. One of the most common questions I get is how to speak with confidence, whether you're giving a TED talk, leading a meeting at work, or even just speaking up at your kid's PTA meeting. So you're in luck. I created a short ebook with all of my favorite speaking hacks, and it is absolutely free. Go to micdropworkshop.com slash ebook. That's micdropworkshop.com slash ebook. So speaking of like simplifying things, I'd love to take this last little bit. And if there's like a couple tips you want to give to anyone who's listening, um, who's either thinking about starting a business or, you know, whether it's a podcast or an e-commerce business, what are some simple legal things that we should be thinking about or doing as we start wanting to put our creations into the world? Sure. So I'll say number one is you want to make sure that the name of whatever you're creating, it's always going to have a name. You're going to want to make sure that it's not taken. Um, You can go onto the trademark website. It's uspto.gov and they have their own search engine and it has a list of all of the uh, trademarks registered and applied for marks that are out there. And you can just type in your name there. It's not that simple. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make it as simple as possible so that people understand, but you just type in the name and all the, the possible names that are similar to yours um, will pop up. Some it, it is a federal government website, so you know they're a little bit behind on the times. Yeah. So sometimes the name won't pop up, or you know, if the spelling is, I'll use my my other business. So the CEO Legal Loft. If I spelled it, um, if I said it was like the CEO Legal Loft, mm. that wouldn't pop up. Um, so you just kind of want to you know, think of variations of the name that you're choosing and go into that uh, search engine and type it in. And then also just doing a simple Google search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll, it should, some names should pop up if they're similar to yours. Um, so so if, if there's a name that's similar, that pops up on a Google search, but doesn't pop up on the USPTO.gov, is that like, an indicator that we can still go for it or should we reach out to that person or what is your thought? So I would say it's not an indication because like I said, sometimes our search may be flawed. And also like, like I said, spelling matters, (laughs) but I do not reach out to that person putting yourself on the radar. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) I would say, maybe go to an attorney first. Um, I know me and my other colleagues will do like a knockout search for you. And, and we can tell you, Hey, this is what we found. Right. Maybe you you should be able to move forward with it, but this is what we found. Yeah. Yeah. Take the, and if we found something, take these precautions. Like we've been warned. And I mean, and trademarking is also not an immediate process at all. And so if it's something that you guys are thinking about, whether it's like, you know, um, a business name or even like a a podcast name, like should people be trademarking some of their, like if they have a book title or, you know, whatever it might be, what are scenarios where people should apply for trademarks? So I podcast for sure. I've seen more and more podcasters starting to trademark their names. 
and not getting them. Like they've been on, on podcasts for years, but they're not getting the name because maybe they, the name they chose was more generic and, or it's already been taken. Like there's just so many variables. Um, and there's just like big companies. Like, yeah. so I listened to crime junkie and I saw that their trademark didn't go through because there was an issue with it. And obviously their, their podcast is pretty, pretty big. Right. Yeah. Um, and oh, so, so they got an issue with their name. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, um, it just goes to show, sure. like, no matter how big you are, you're not immune to anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Even Victoria's Secret Pink, they had an issue. So, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So, um, but as long as you have an attorney, we try to like strategize and, and think of other ways that you may be able to get your trademark through. Yeah. Okay. So trademark and, you know, for me, we just got our mic drop workshop trademark approved like this week. And that was like a year ago that we, <laughs> yeah, it takes about nine to 12 months. Yeah. It's crazy. But, um, <laughs> any other, uh, final tips or advice for anyone who just wants to get their ducks in a row before they start something? So if you have a, um, website, you just want to make sure that you have your terms and conditions up. You're limiting your liability by having those terms and conditions up. Um, and then the big thing is privacy policies. So it's illegal not to have one basically in the U.S. now. If you take um, California clients, which pretty sure we all do, we have <laughs> California customers, California clients, um, they have their own privacy policy laws. Okay. So you need to have one on your website to, to be in compliant with their laws. And obviously then the EU has their own GDPR. So if you have clients or customers that are coming from the European Union, still you need to have a privacy policy on your website. Privacy policies are huge. Thank you, Facebook, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zuckerberg. Yeah. And um, then lastly, I'll just say, make sure you're separating your business bank account from your personal. Oh, that's good. Um, I know that sometimes when you're just getting started and then maybe the dollars are low, you're just yeah. like, oh, it's fine. You know, just put it in there. And, you know, it's only like, $10 or whatever right. I'm making. And then once it starts to become more, I know that I did that at the beginning of Headbands of Hope where I just did not have my books in a row because it was, it felt like a hobby. Right. I feel like the minute it starts making money, the minute it becomes a business. Right. You know? So, um, someone else asked, uh, if we have a podcast idea, but it's on the five year plan, should we trademark the name now? Just like we would purchase a domain to reserve the name. So like, if you haven't started a podcast yet, what are your thoughts on that? So you're, you're only, you are able to hold a trademark name. You would file it under an intent to use filing basis, but you can only hold the name for about, I want to say it's like 18 to 24 months. Okay. Um, after that, if you're not using the name, then you got to let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, you could even hold a name. And then another question, uh, what are the costs and time involved for business owners when we trademark like one name or multiple assets, such as a business podcast or YouTube channel? So it really depends on which route you go. So you could go legal zoom. There's, is going to be much cheaper. I do not recommend them, but if you want to go that route, that is your choice. <laughs> um, yeah. get an attorney there, the, the prices just range so much. Like I've seen some of my colleagues charge like $900. I've seen some charge $5,000. I've seen some charge 10, like bigger law firms, they charge 10,000. So it really just depends on what's important to you as far as your attorney. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I have different packages that I give to my clients um, to choose from. And uh, yeah, we go from there. So it's just such a wide range. I would say you just talk to different attorneys, go to like three different attorneys, see who you mesh with, see what their packages are including and um, go from there. Yeah. I mean, and it is with legal, it is one of those things you get what you pay for a lot. Um, I did register mic drop workshop under like, it might've been legal zoom and, you know, and this was a while ago. And then I went to like check on it and they were like, oh yeah, there was a glitch and we forgot to file it. Yeah. And And they don't tell you. What? And I I was just like, how? (laughs) We'll give you $20 off your next one. I'm like, no, but I've been waiting for this for eight months. Like, this is crazy. So, yeah. Okay. So, so just to recap, Michelle's first tip, research your name to ensure it can be trademarked, whether that's on the USPTO.gov website or just by Googling it. Make sure you have your terms and conditions and privacy policies on your website. Um, and yeah, it's really important to have a privacy statement and according to you having a California one as well. So is that a separate statement? So no. Oh okay. yeah, it is. It, okay. It'll go in your privacy policy. Um, it's, is this, I think this is Calopa. Okay. That's what their statute is called. Okay. And then last one, open a business bank account, keep your personal and business expenses. Separate. Oh, I lied. It's not Calopa. It's CCPA. I'm CCPA. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I like how you had to, it just like came to you. <laughs> like, Give me a minute. Got it. Um, some cool feedback. Yeah. The minute it starts making money, the minute you get need to get a new bank account. Absolutely. And I know that maybe for some of you who are listening, it might feel like this is far off, but I'll tell you that it's really not. I mean, you guys could have uh, your mission statement today and an idea next week and have your first customer the week after that. I think that's yeah. one of the cool parts of the world that we're living in is it is really easy to just start. Wouldn't you say, Michelle? Yeah. I just opened an Etsy shop like la- a week ago and I've yeah. already gotten sales from it. And oh, I'm- really? Yeah. So what are what are you selling on Etsy? Is it templates? So I, I am very multi-passionate. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, you're a dancer and you're an attorney. So this is, I can already tell. Yeah. So um, the thing that I sell on Etsy is printables and I, I love money, like finance, budgeting, all that stuff. I love doing it. It's, it's probably weird, but like, that is like my happy place. So I started selling budget printables on there. Oh and <laughs> the day I ever sell budget principle, like I don't, that this so far from like where my happy place is. So I'm glad there's people like you in the world who, uh, someone said same multi-passionate creative over here. So, I mean, you started your Etsy shop and you're already getting sales. Yeah. See that it, it's really like, and the cool part about the low barrier to entry to start is that it doesn't have to work out. You know, you can, you can test different things. It's not like you have to open a brick and mortar shop to be able to get customers and test an idea. You can throw something up in your Instagram bio. That's like a lead magnet and just see if you get interest. Um, There's so many different ways to be quick to start and test things, but that's why it's important to have that mission statement, which we're working on this week to understand like, what is it that you want to create and for what, what purpose, Okay. And someone else just had one more question and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, I have an LLC as a dietitian and personal trainer for 10 years, went to file taxes last year and they said I was no longer an LLC, been trying to unwind it for a year now. Do you have any advice? Oh, where are you located? First of all, because everybody's LLC um, laws are different. 
Okay. They said Indiana. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know any attorneys over there. Yeah. So, well, one thing is you have to renew your LLC every year. I know you do in Florida. I think that's, I want to say that's everywhere, but you have to renew it every year. So if you did not renew it one year, that's probably why um, it's no longer an LLC. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know you had to renew LLCs here either. <laughs> um, someone said, gave me a great idea for a lead magnet. Awesome. Yeah. Just go ahead and start testing ideas. But if you have a name or something that you're like really gung ho on that you want to start, reach out to Michelle and Michelle, I put the, uh, your legal loft website up here. Is that the best place for people to go to work with you or contact you? So to work with me personally, you'll want to go to wilsonmurphylaw.com. All right. And the CEO legal loft is more so for like contract templates. If maybe you can't quite afford to work with an attorney one-to-one quite yet. Perfect. Well, I know that if I had worked with you earlier, I probably would have had a lot less headaches with some of my names. But um, yeah, people say, uh, yep, I renew every year. And someone said, message me, Karen, if you're close to Kentucky, I'm in Louisville. Okay, awesome. Contract templates, there's your website. But Michelle, thank you so much for coming on here. This is, I think that you, one of the great things about you and why I was so drawn to you is you make scary things seem less scary. So. <laughs> All of this doesn't have to be scary. It can be exciting because you're choosing a lane and you're solidifying your business and you're going for it. So um, we just really appreciate having you on here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. You guys reach out to Michelle, follow her on Instagram. And, I'm really fun um, on Instagram. I promise. She she is a great follow. She's one of my favorites for sure. So yeah. Uh, wait, what's your handle so I can put it on here? The trademark attorney underscore. The trademark attorney okay if you love target i'm always in my stories (laughs) oh nice uh, talking about my shopping hauls at target my (laughs) sister-in-law um now works at target so she gets uh the employee discount so as if i needed any more reason to go with her um than than that i'm there but thank you michelle you you rock and we'll talk to you soon thanks guys Thanks for listening to Business on the Bright Side with Jess Ekstrom. I love to send out the episodes every Monday with a quick text and a quote from me. So text me the word podcast to 704-228-9495. That's 704-228-9495. And if you want to see what the show notes are from this episode, head to businessonthebrightside.com. Hit subscribe here, write a review, and I'll see you on Monday.